Alright, we're back! Woo! Woo! It's been way too long, and me and Ben are back in our studio here in Provo, Utah, and we are currently streaming. I guess we're not streaming, we are live watching and live reacting to UVA against JMU. JMU's 7 2. It's not bad. JMU's a good, and one of those losses is like UNC. Basically, because oh. their center is 6 8. Um, so basically, Baycott. The fact that Baycott is big caused issues for them, and that was like it. Otherwise, they're a good team. Otherwise, their only other loss is to Valparaiso by two in overtime. So, and I don't know how good Valparaiso is this year. They're not super great, but and it's a good program. Yeah. Um. So they're they're probably strong one, but anyway, it's been way too long. Last time last time we potted was. Maybe it's right before Thanksgiving. Right before Thanksgiving, Ben was out in Virginia. I was here. Yeah. Um, a lot has happened since, but we'll we'll just do a brief overview of of what's been going on and just do what we do best: talk sports. So let's uh, let's get this show on the road here. All right. So where do we start? College football. Let's go to college football. So obviously, some pretty. Big things stick out. As of recent, the top four uh, came out. So the playoffs are set. Conference championships happen, happened. And the Heisman finalists were named today or yesterday. So yeah. those are the biggest things. Um, the USC blew their chance. And yeah. Utah came to play. TCU couldn't squeak it out against Kansas State. But still, deser deservingly so, made it in the top four. Uh, Hendon Hooker, the main Heisman candidate all year, misses one game because of injury and is left out of the finalists. Yeah, if, got, you miss, if you miss one game, you're screwed, and we need to put in Stetson Bennett instead. <laughs> so, so stupid. Yeah, we have Stetson Bennett. We have C.J. Stroud. Max Dungan, Duggan, 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 can never get that right. And the other quarterback, there's another quarterback, Cam, Caleb Williams, Caleb yeah. Williams. So, um, yeah, I agree. Hennon Hooker got robbed. Um, I get that longevity is a part of the Heisman, but you miss one game. The dude has a spectacular season. His numbers are up to par, if not. A lot better than up to par, and it, it's just mind-boggling to me that he didn't make it. So we have those big stories. Um, other than that, Thanksgiving week. So this past week, sorry, not even this past week, the week before, because two weeks ago it was Thanksgiving week. That was an insane week of sports. And last week I was out of the country, so I was like way behind the loop mm -hmm. for everything. So um, that's just for some background context there, background info. So, Costful, dude, what, what are your thoughts on the playoffs? Uh, what are the matchups that we got and what are your thoughts on it? Georgia, Ohio State, um, I don't know. I Honestly, for me, like, my thoughts are just lacking excitement about the college football playoff because the college football playoff has never been fought, ever. So, I have no real reason. You know, you're going to hear people try to convince you why it's not going to be two of blowouts when, you know, it's likely just going to be two blowouts. The one sort of thing that I, you know, hang my hat on is that uh, potentially Ohio State can compete with Georgia because Ohio State has talent. Uh, but, you know, we've just sat here, or I've sat here specifically and just talked about how they have talents. They're going to put it together, but they don't. So um, I also, this is a, just sort of a, a time in which I can get on my soapbox about, you know, USC obviously does not deserve to be in the playoff now, but, um, you know, it's, I'm glad that the, that the committee is uh, making sure that you know that the blueprint to making the playoff is to lose in the regular season so you don't have to play in the conference championship game. That's the way to get in. That's the way you're rewarded. You're rewarded for losing, but if you lose in the conference championship game, 
then that means you're the worst team ever. But if you lose by 30 <laughs> the week before, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. And probably the only thing I would say is the reason why TCU got in and not USC is because USC already had a loss. Well, yeah, no, I'm talking about Ohio State. And okay, excuse me, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I, TC should absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm talking Ohio State. Yeah, okay, hold on. That makes uh, I don't know why I was not thinking Ohio State. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I yeah, well, I guess who's the fourth team if it's Ohio State? Is it USC? Then that takes Ohio State spot because USC makes their conference championship, and. Yeah, Ohio State took USC's spot. Yeah, so there, and I don't really get the point of a conference championship in, in football. Besides, there's none. Like, there's no there's no tournament, so it's just like the best two. Yeah, and like winning your conference you championship should have gets you a bid, I guess. Like, you know what USC should have done? Should just decline. Just said no. We're not going to play. Well, I if think, they did that, they made the playoff. Yeah, and it's funny because. That's probably what teams are going to do now. They should. Except the, the issue, though, I think is... I think this issue is sort of going to be negated by the 12-team playoff. That's true, but because when I is think that going to occur in a couple of years? Not next year, but the year after. Next okay. year, I think a team... I would love to see a team decline to play in the college championship game. I'd love it. Yeah, because that would just be like... Because it's smart. Yeah. I I agree, so... USC gets punished for losing uh, an extra game in which Ohio State didn't play. Yeah. Um, having said that, I think Ohio State's the better team, and so they probably are more deserving, mm-hmm. I would say. But I just hate Ohio State, and I hate the brand, and I hate that college football loves the brands. Yeah. That the, enough that um, USC is a big brand too, I should say, but they haven't been relevant in football in a while, so it would have been fun to see. It would have been fun to see teams from different conferences. Yeah, because that I don't think that's happened. Um, maybe it has, but I'm sure it has. But I get, anyway, you get you get my point. I agree that. Um, that is hard, and you know, live reacting. Reese Beekman, arguably UVA's best players. Looks like he rolled his ankle a little bit. He's yeah, scared. which he did against Michigan, and wasn't the same afterwards. And it's obvious it's been sort of a lingering issue now, which you hate to see. At this point, I mean, At this point, just sit out until he would just like him to sit out because we don't play for ten more days after this. So, if it, if it was his ankle, um, I would love to see. Because if you can't beat JMU, I know they're a good team without Reese Beekman. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, mean, you, UVA, I just want him for Houston. UVA is the superior team. Yes. JMU will give him they a should good... be. I mean, we lost to JMU last year, but Virginia last year was terrible. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, but and I, I also want to touch on conference or excuse me the playoffs. Um, I think, and I and said this to you off air. Yeah, I actually think the Michigan TCU game will be a closer game than people anticipate. But so it won't scoreboard by scoreboard wise it won't be a blowout. But Michigan will dominate that game. Is Michigan they're nice like a pi- they're like a python right? They'll yeah. like slowly control the game. And they will not. TCU will not have much of a chance. <clears throat> Excuse me. TCU likes to come back. And TCU keeps themselves in the games. So yeah. Michigan's not going to crush you. Yeah. And TCU's not going to let yeah. themselves get crushed. Mm-hmm. They're going to give up a fight. But Michigan's going to be in control. Like I think TCU is one of those like like greats. Like they should absolutely be in the playoff. I like them a lot. Um, but they're kind of one of those magic teams. And this is where magic ends. Yeah. In in college football, you know, I think I think it's one of those things where they love to come back in the fourth quarter. Uh, just Michigan, if they're gonna try to do that, they're gonna try to pull that crap. Michigan's just gonna be like, no. Well, the fact that they have the ability to do that, TCU almost did, but they fell short. 
against yeah. Kansas State. And yeah, and Michigan's better than Kansas State. Exactly. Yeah. So they have to come. I think if TCU puts themselves in a position where they don't have to come back from such a large deficit, yeah. then they actually have a chance. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a rooting hard for TCU this playoffs out of all the teams. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with you. I think the Magic's going to end. And then, yeah, I think Ohio State. I have no idea what to expect. <clears throat> well, like not. there's no Jackson Smith and Jigba, but that's Which kind of implied. He's, he's he hasn't really played. played. He hasn't played all season. He, he'll, he'll play games here and there and then have, like, one catch for six yards. So it's it's basically like they haven't played him all. Yeah. Played with him. I, you yeah. know what I mean. So, he's but, he, but he's he's declared. Travion so. Henderson might be back, maybe. Mark like Harrison Jr., you think he plays? He's got to play, right? Well, I, yeah, I mean, the reason Smith and Jigbo is not playing is because it's hurt. Not like he's just choosing to sit there. Yeah. Well, excuse me. His his reasoning is to declare for the draft, but that is because he's hurt. He said, uh, I, yeah, he said I'm declaring for the draft because I cannot play. Yeah. Uh, Which, like, I think it, the media turned it into, like, a big deal. Like, oh, he's opting out, which he's not. Um, but yeah, I think I <laughs> we, think, we both paused there yeah. for a second to watch Cedric shoot that three. Yeah, he, he had a three against Michigan. Um, I think it's just one of those things where they could just they have the ability to win this national championship, but we'll just see. They're the one wild card where I think. I think they're the team outside of Michigan, Georgia are obviously the the teams, but I think that they can also sort of they can make things interesting. They could win it. TCU, I don't think there's a a way they win it. TCU is talent wise just not fully there. Not at the same level as the other three teams, but I think they have a good coach and they're gritty. Obviously, they they keep themselves in the game. Yeah. Again, does that magic run out? I think it does, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, obviously, these are the top four teams mm-hmm. um, in the country. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them won, but mm-hmm. obviously, I think obviously, I think uh, TCU won't um, take it as far as or take it take it all the way. Uh, yeah, I think as far as Georgia, Ohio State, um, Georgia's defense will always be really good. They've been solid all year, and they're kind of the unsung unsung heroes of that Georgia team. And they're also the unsung heroes of last year's national championship team. I mean, Stetson Bennett gets a lot more of the highlights, a (laughs) quote-unquote Heisman candidate. Now, um, it's no disrespect to him. I just think it's silly that he got over Henry Hooker. Yeah, I agree. Or have five five finalists for all I care. Yeah, just Mm -hmm. like. Um, Blake Corum, you could have argued, could have been in that conversation yeah. too. But but yeah, if you get he got injured hurt for a half, so he can't play, <laughs> so he can't be a Heisman. <laughs> I just think it's yeah. so stupid. I think I also think it's recency bias as well. Oh yes, the it's, Heisman is just who did the best last week. <laughs> I'm kind of kidding. <laughs> I'm not really though. In their conference championship game. Yeah. So Caleb Williams won't be winning it, that's for sure, yeah, based I, off that. I, I think he does, though. I think it's still Caleb Williams because I think no one stepped up. Yeah, yeah no, no, no one, one really stepped up. No one really stepped up. Everyone it was kind of funny. All this, all the Heisman candidates kind of had to step down, and then yeah. Stetson Bennett finds his way. Um, but, yeah, obviously, I think it actually goes down to coaching. Kirby Smart. Or Ryan Day, I think Ryan Day has issues. Um, yeah, compare like uh, my Ohio State friends are constantly tweeting, like, "Oh my gosh, we have like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and we're not throwing it with him." We're like, "Oh, our running backs on fire, and it's third and one, and yet we're throwing like a vertical." You know, they, yeah, and, and it's just like mind-boggling. You know, I'll watch them, and I'll be very confused at some of the play calling and decision-making sometimes. But it's clear that the Ohio State fan base is also kind of confused. So, yeah, I'm not going to completely bury – I think it's totally legit to have questions and concerns with them. Sort of like the latest saying that everyone's saying about him is, like Ryan Day was born on third base, just saying that he just inherited 
that job. Like he was just the OC and then just was like, oh, okay, you're the head coach now for this team. And hasn't really done much. Yeah. The, in, according to Ohio State standards, you know, he has one national championship. He's won one playoff game. He's lost to Michigan twice in a row now. So I think I think there's reason to be maybe a little concerned, but I'm not I'm not pressing the panic button with Ryan Day right now. Uh, I wouldn't either, but I just think Kirby Smart it's, it's has something, something good going. For sure. I think it's it's a conversation worth having. Like, is Ryan Day a good coach? I think it's worth it's worth like, you know, we're we're putting our feet in the water. It, you know, Ryan like, Day we're warming up to that. You know who Ryan like, Day is? He's who? the college version of Sean McVay. He's like kind yeah. of younger. All right, maybe without the Sean McVay pre Super Bowl. Yeah, like maybe not quite like does questionable things, but is known for being a really good offensive mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and also just like now, um, well, I guess Sean McVay this season, like the Rams, like the worst team in the league, but yeah. injuries have kind of helped with that. But yeah, I, I just think there's a lot of hype behind Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why was there all this hype? Yeah, and then you kind of start to question. You're like, oh wait, yeah, maybe they're, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have. So, uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's move on to. All right. Well, I do want to touch on the World Cup. I think that's a fun thing to yeah, touch yeah, on. A... Um, I think the biggest story is that the U.S. made it to the knockout round. They mm-hmm. ended up losing to the Netherlands, but I think I think as far as soccer fans go, um, they did. They exceeded expectations. The expectation was to go to the knockout round, and they played the better team and lost 3-1. to So it wasn't like a terrible loss. Uh, uh, they were down 2-0. They cut it to 2-1, and then Netherlands. Yeah, they just have a better team, but yeah, thought that was worth we're mentioning. Yeah, there's definitely on the up. There's just a lot of younger players. Um, I think there's a lot of <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I think there's a lot of questions about – I was going to say coach, but they don't say coach. They say manager, I guess. So, um, anyway, so. Not that I would know if he weren't good. Yeah. Or if he were good. <laughs> yeah. I really have no idea. Um, I guess kind of the biggest story is that Germany didn't make it. Um, and they're usually a pretty dominant force. Um, as of today, Spain is out. They lost to Morocco in the penalty shootout. So, that's kind of like an upset of sorts. Did Brazil win big? Brazil won big versus because like uh, I saw that in passing at the gym. I just saw like <laughs> Neymar on the screen. They're up like two or three nothing. Yeah, like, what no. happened is that South Korea made it uh-huh. to the knockout round, which was a big deal. Yeah, they had some good players, but they weren't expected to. I believe Germany was in their racket mm-hmm. or their round robin group. Uh, that that might be wrong. I, I would have to look it up. But anyway, South Korea wasn't really expected to make it and they did and then brazil beat them pretty good yeah uh now they play brazil played croatia which croatia last world cup made it to the final they kind of they're a good team but they weren't expected to make it to the it's final kind of like a cinderella story a little bit i wouldn't quite call it a cinderella story i would say it's more like a four seed in the ncaa tournament making it to the final like uh-huh. versus like i'd probably call cinderella like 10 seed gotcha. making it to like okay final four you know so like Croatia's is like a good team yeah. You know, but yeah, they you wouldn't expect them to quite make it to the final. So, um, Brazil played Croatia. Other than that, that's really all the biggest news there. Um, just wanted to at least touch up on that. Uh, now let's do uh, talk a little NFL. Talk a little bit NFL too, because really nothing much has happened. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think now the team. Now we're starting to see the playoff teams. Um, I guess separate themselves. Like half half of these teams don't really have a chance. Or just or just like who who are like once we get to the playoffs, like who's playing for something? Yeah, I guess it's like unless you win out. Yeah. This like half of the teams in the NFL don't really have a chance. Yeah. Then yeah. you have this this other half, which is like you know what? There's a there's a really good chance like they all make it, or you know they all have a really good chance of making it. Um, and at what seed or what position, what 
um, who's got the home field advantage. That's kind of what we're starting to see now. And so, yeah. um, and then obviously there's some teams that kind of overlap in both. Obviously there's a wild card race and division races and, and, and whatnot. So, uh, so should we just kind of get into who we think those teams are? Yeah, let's, let's, AFC, let's NFC. Yeah, let's go AFC. Um, obviously the Bills have always been kind of in that group. Uh, near that top part. Uh, I think they're starting to show signs of weakness as injuries start to take over, which yeah. normally happens. Um, other than that, uh, Dolphins might. They're kind of in that middle group. Even the Jets are in that middle group. That that whole division, the AFC East, mm-hmm. is actually very good. A lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah. But uh, Bills are to me, are, are going to win that. Uh, you have the AFC North. It's pretty interesting. The I, think, I think that my biggest takeaway the last few weeks has been the Bengals entering that Chiefs-Bills realm. It's it's weird because Joe Burrow is just very good. Yeah. And his receivers are very good. His offensive line is very not good. And his offensive line is very not good. And yet... They just do it. They're, I think they're one of those teams that's just sort of like, they're just sort of built for the playoffs. They're just sort of like, we're ready for this. And they, they know that they need to gear up. I mean, Jamar Chase was hurt. They're starting to sort of just get full swing. Holy crap, Kihei. Kihei Clark for Virginia. He's just shot been terrible tonight. And airball, um, but... Um, but anyways, uh, I think the Dolphins are kind of on the... Maybe the fourth team I'd have in there right now, but I think I'd be relatively surprised if the Super Bowl representative from the AFC was not the Chiefs, Bills, or Bengals. And I still probably think, and I think the Titans—they're a decent team, but they've established themselves as like they're—they're they're not like that. Yeah, <laughs> like well, they're not bad. It's just when they play good, when they play better teams, they're not better than them. Well, here's here's the story. So. Okay, I was right about AFC East. I don't think I actually said this. I thought this though. The last place is the Patriots. They're six and six. Yeah. Like so, everyone in that league wins. Um, yeah. AFC North is actually still Baltimore's at the top. They have the tiebreaker over the Bengals. Will that last? Who knows? But um, Cleveland and Pitt, Pittsburgh are. Five and seven, so yeah, in theory they still have a chance, but yeah, probably won't happen. Uh, I mean, no, at least a wild card, maybe, but yeah, but if they go, they'll just lose. Yeah, true. It's just gonna be boring. Um, but yeah, Ravens, Bengals. I have not been impressed with the Ravens. No, they're they're trending down. They're trending. They might make it, but like I don't feel confident. They feel sort of like I just. They're kind of one of those teams. That was a dunk. That was Ooh, okay. Anyways, that was a dunk uh, and a half. by Ryan Dunn, freshman, showing some shades of I think of DeAndre Hunter when he was a redshirt freshman had a dunk like that where a moment where you went, wow, this guy could be special. He's been compared to DeAndre Hunter. We'll get back to NFL after this statement, but I I see shades of DeAndre Hunter with Ryan Dunn. That, that was just a great great as transition three yeah, on yeah. two. Kia Clark put the bounce pass on the money. Yeah, yeah. It was Dunk a great play. Dry. That was very awesome. It was a great play. Anyway, uh, who, what, what team are we talking about? Uh, Bengals. Sorry, Bengals and Baltimore. How Baltimore's trending down. Bengals are yes, trending up. Yeah, Baltimore. Like they feel like one of those teams where it's like they're never all operating. Like either the defense look the defense is shaky this year for some strange reason. Um. It sort of just feels like Justin Tucker and Lamar Jackson, and then sometimes you have the defense, sometimes you don't. I don't know. They feel much more like I definitely they're definitely below the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins at four in the AFC. Like the Ravens, sort of like you go un for me, you go unranked at that point after the Dolphins, but like I think if I had to choose teams after that, it's probably Chargers, Ravens, but I don't really have ton of faith that either of them are really good oh the chargers are very you just don't know what you're getting well they're six and six they're middle of the pack they they very well could just lose out 
yeah. the rest of their games. Or they can win out. You know, who knows? But um, obviously the Chiefs are are at the top of that. Uh, top of that division. Raiders are starting to make a little bit of a run. At least on the Chargers for second place. Um, I agree with you. Uh, Tennessee... They're actually, actually, yeah, I put Tennessee maybe. Tennessee is also in that in that Chargers Ravens group, but like I feel like with the Chargers and the Ravens, there's more, and they're in this that group. More life. But they're more, they're more like there's more separation up, upside, downside. Like they can be, they can compete uh, with those top teams. Like variability, like they. They can get really hot. Like if the it's Chargers like the or Ravens, yeah, yeah. If the Chargers or Ravens are playing really well, they could beat any of those AFC teams. I don't think, but they can also be really bad. Whereas I think the Titans are, are very consistently above average, pretty good. Yeah, but like they're not. They've shown the last couple, the last few weeks, they're not going to beat really good teams. Yeah. they're not as good as they're not as good as the Eagles. They're not as good as the Chiefs. They're not as good as the Bengals. But I, they're more steady than the Ravens or Chargers, but the Ravens and Chargers have more upside, but a lower floor right now. So I kind of put them in that next group, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I just kind of like putting like I like putting things in tiers, sort of like that. To like, it helps me like understand where things are at and organize yeah, my brain. And I agree, and I think you know we could. I feel like we could talk about the Jets forever, but yeah. Um, I don't even know. There's not much to say there. Jets just have a solid defense, and their quarterback situation is weird. Uh, and I want to root for Zach Wilson, and I will constantly be biased with him to the day I die. But, um, and I think he's had unfair media coverage yeah. and like public opinion on him when Mike White literally last week just basically didn't play super great, and yet. Everyone's like, oh, well, there's a lot of upside. Or, like, his teammates are like, oh, yeah, we got your back. But, yeah, you know, something similar happens to Zach Wilson, and he gets he gets uh, uh, yeah, destroyed I, pretty badly. I, so maybe that's just a locker room thing. I think, I, think the, thing. I think the important thing is just, like, right now is just they're not going to get elite quarterback play, whether it's Mike White, whether it's Zach Wilson. I think we know that right now this year. I think really the thing is with them – you know, we can. I feel like we can have the Zach Wilson conversation another day. Um, we can, I mean, we could. We could do, but I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to like pollute this with that or everything Jets related, because really, like right now, it doesn't involve Zach Wilson. Uh, they're just sort of like, I. They're they're a good defensive team. Uh, they can beat. They could win a playoff game because of their good defense. Uh, but the issue is like, are they going to have that offense? Michael Carter's been banged up. They've been able, they have this guy Bam Knight who's played really well for them um, the last couple weeks. Uh, their their offense is shaky, no matter what, no matter who's the quarterback, especially with the injuries of Brees Hall being out. I think you need to get that run game going, whether it be Bam Knight, whether it be Michael Carter, whether it be James Robinson, Brees Hall being out, and being able to f- just feed Garrett Wilson. Um, yeah, I miss the Jets. The Jets are – I think I put the Jets in that – they might be in that Dolphins category with me of below the top tier but above the Ravens and Chargers and Titans. It, below Bengals, Bills, Chiefs. The, there is a weird dynamic going on there too because Mike White last game – very weird. Mike White threw 57 times. Yeah. And Zach Wilson, the, the previous two games mm-hmm. that he played, he only threw combined 47 times. So it's like clearly – Clearly, there's like some kind of flip flop where it's like, oh, Zach Wilson's in, we should run the ball more, or like, oh, Zach Wilson's not in, we're gonna put Mike White or Joe Flacco, we're gonna throw if, the ball. More. I will say, like, you know, I mean, of course, I'm a big Zach Wilson guy, but if they feel like they can throw the ball a ton with Joe Flacco and Mike White, but they don't feel like they can with Zach Wilson, they should not play Zach Wilson. Hey, that, I agree. I agree. Um, that like. What's the point? If, of th- what's, what's the, the point, point of being a quarterback? What's the point? And like, if it's really that bad, he's not very good, Acqu- at least according to them. Yeah. So why try? Why like he might? Both teams might benefit from a change of scenery. We'll see because Sala was saying that they still plan on using him this year, uh, which could be the case. I think they're working on some fundamentals and 
he's sort of trying to earn back the locker room and whatnot. Uh, I will say, though, I just sort of think that, like, if Mike White keeps doing pretty well, you can't keep flip-flopping at this point of the season with a team that's that good. Yeah, I, I think I think even if you plan on Zach Wilson being the quarterback next year, I think that's fine. But I think you just gotta ride Mike White right now. Well, as long as he's doing well, if if you can win games with him, if you're winning, it doesn't matter who's quarterback. Yeah, I mean, do what wins you games yeah, this year. Win the game, and but if it's kind of between the two, I think you gotta go with locker room. Yeah, I mean, this season. I think, and so and it seems like that's Mike White. Yeah, but. and there there could be the plan. Maybe they're like, look. Let's give Zach Wilson, like, maybe there's a fire that's been lit in him. He's working on his mechanics. He's trying to sort all that out. Uh, maybe a humbling experience for him. Maybe we can set it up for him to be the guy again next year. Yeah. Uh, it sort of feels like a – here, I should make, I want to make this comparison real quick, and then we can talk about NFC. College basketball, I feel like it's sort of the same. We can talk about UNC sucks because I like doing that. <laughs> um, but – like, it, it kind of reminds me of, like, Notre Dame, where it felt like they kind of kept wanting Tyler Buckner to be the guy, and they didn't want Drew Pine to be the guy. But Which Drew is... Pine just kept, like, finding his way on the field and doing better than Buckner. Uh, which is weird, because Pine's now in the portal, and Buckner's probably starting their bowl game. Uh, but <laughs> I think I, I think you, you get my point a little bit, where there's the guy that seems like he should be more talented, but for some reason it's just not working. Whereas the guy who's not as talented, it just seems to work a little better. Well, I, think, I don't know. I do, think, do you kind of get my see my? I, I guess you're saying. I think. It, I think what you're trying to get at, and what yeah. I agree, is that someone with more talent doesn't. They tend to not play as smart because yeah. they're like, I'm more talented. I have this great talent. I have arm strength. Yeah. I can squeeze it in tight holes. I can. <laughs> I can squeeze it in tight windows. <laughs> yeah, I should say. Um, I can outrun these linemen oh whatever and the person with less talent tends to have to rely more on, oh, i just have to make the smart play like i can't throw it as far mm-hmm. i can't throw it as accurately i can't outrun these defensive linemen or linebackers but i can make the smart play and honestly that's what you have to do to win games in the nfl it's just play smart like everyone oohs and ahs at patrick mahomes when he does his really awesome play but he's also pretty smart well, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is smart. Josh Allen, smart guy. You don't talk about a bunch of them throwing. Josh Allen a little bit lately, but it's uncharacteristic. You don't hear as much. You hear about all of those plays. You don't hear about them throwing a bunch of stupid interceptions all the time, too. Yeah, that's the difference between like Patrick Mahomes and James Winston. Yeah, because James Winston, James Winston is the guy that everyone laughs at for throwing stupid interceptions. But he's so good, like when yes. he's on. But he's so bad as well. But be, because time. he just tries too hard to make a play. Agreed. And so. And uh, NFC? Yeah, NFC. Or is I'm, there anything else you want to say? I don't know. Um, okay. Just the fact that the Broncos suck. We just have to at least say that. Yeah. Just, just to prove, just to show our validity. Like, yeah. we can't just, it's just hilarious. So It's like when there's like a really bad like social justice issue or something where you feel the need like, like everyone on social media needs to agree. Yeah. It's one of those things where we like you. We all have to come out and publicly like, say, all right, all right, let's, "Hey, the bro- okay, should we do?" Yeah, no, just like I agree, just like just so everyone knows, racism is bad. Yes, exactly. Like that's common. Just knowledge. so everyone knows, I think the Broncos suck, and I think Russell Wilson and Hackett being bad is just funny, and I don't know why, but it's just it, funny. it, it is pretty. That's funny. what everyone has to say. And the fact that the Seahawks are probably going to get to the playoffs too makes it funny. Maybe. Uh they need to play better than they have lately. But, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, NFC, uh, well, obviously the Eagles are going to make it. Uh, Eagles are very good. Minnesota's very much in that category. I think San Francisco is as well. Did you see the latest news with San Francisco? Uh, yes. I I know what you're talking about, but I can't. I, I know there's big news about the gotcha. Niners, but just say it. Okay, Jimmy G was looking like he was out for the season. But it is now looking like he could possibly come oh, back Baker, at the end. No, Baker went to the Rams. Yeah, Baker went that. to the Rams. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, who cares about that? <laughs> That's why I thought. It's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I thought right. he went to the Niners for yeah, a second. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because that would have made sense. But it sounds like Jimmy G could possibly be back at the end. I'm honestly not very concerned about the quarterback injury there. Because Brock Purdy looks pretty good. 
And also, like, I think they're a team where their quarterback just needs to not make crippling decisions, and they're just going to be good. Just hand the ball off to to Hand the ball off, throw little, like, little screen passes to to Samuel McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Defense will work. Offensive line's good. They're well coached. You know, like, there's not a ton to be worried about. Cowboys are very much in that category. Those four, I feel like, are towards the top. Um, Tampa Bay stinks. Which, somehow they won that game. Ooh. Wow, that was a... I don't think I've ever seen that. That, so was, I, a, that was a... So, for the people at home, uh, <laughs> there was a alley-oop thrown, but there was a defender in the way. So, it was caught by Caden Shedrick. As he was falling out of bounds, he caught the pass one-handed and then threw it out for a three with that same hand that he just caught it one-handed with. It was pretty cool. And, 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 and then the three was made. Three yes, was made. And the three that, was made. That's a probably yeah, crucial yeah. detail. But and J, JMU's hanging around. So they are. And JMU's the number one scoring team in D one. They average really? ninety three points a game. JMU has sixteen with just under three minutes left in the Dang. first half. That's Virginia basketball for yeah. you. I, at least University of Virginia basketball. I just love it. So anyway, let's go hop back to uh, NFC and the NFL here. Uh, yeah. I mean, you said you said the four teams that are in the top four. They will probably win their divisions. Yeah, minus the Cowboys because they can't. For some reason, the Cowboys will and the Giants will, or the Commanders will. Um, well, I just mean that like you can't they're like they're not going to beat the Eagles at home. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I forgot that they're in the. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, uh, that, that's all I was referring to. Was that? Oh, I thought you was that that was that we can't. talked about. We talked about four teams, but one of which, two of which, come from the same division in Tampa Bay. No, I, I'm just. And then the wild card games down. outside of wild card teams outside of Dallas. Like I think the AFC wild card teams, some of them they have some sort of juice or life to them. Like we talked about with Baltimore, Chargers, Dolphins, Jets. Those teams, like they are legit. Like those teams that we're talking about, though, like where the NFC wild card picture. There's nothing there. There's just nothing. Yeah, outside I mean, of Dallas. Well, you have... None of those... Outside of those four teams, I don't see anyone making it even remotely interesting unless just Tom Brady turns it on. Well, and that's what kind of frustrates me about this system. It's a good system. It's yeah. worse. But the NFC South is just so bad. It's terrible. Uh, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams mm-hmm. above the Buccaneers who are in first mm-hmm. place. Yeah, and yet probably one of those teams won't make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and the Bucks will, or you know whoever Atlanta will, or probably not the Saints, but um, or the Panthers. Uh, but yeah, just like I think that's going to be the key. And I don't know if Tom Brady's just maybe not Tom Brady per se, but just the Bucks. I think they're just kind of like, you know, who cares? We'll win our division. Mm-hmm. Like, our division's kind of crappy. Let's just get through the season, and then we'll turn it on. Pump. Yeah. We'll turn it on from playoffs. I don't know if that's happening though. Here, I think they might just not be very good. I because they know they them. need to like. Wow. Sorry. Calling that, that a block is just that was a funny call. It was one. Also, of this is a, this is a ref that's known for hating Tony Bennett, and Tony Bennett hates him. <laughs> that was a that was one of those moments where the ref had so much power, and he got to it's it's call it whistle. call it call it nothing call it a flop don't call it a block. You can just see Tony Bennett mouth how and he's right how yeah. Uh, anyways, gotta love gotta yeah. love refs. So. Yeah, UVA's up eleven with just over a minute left during the first half. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess I wouldn't put it past the Buccaneers to just like turn it on. Will it happen? Probably not, but that's not going to shock me. Yeah. Tom Brady, like LeBron, there's actually a lot of yeah. a ton of similarities with Tom Brady and LeBron as far mm-hmm. as their careers, as far as I think this might be one of those seven seed Lakers kind of LeBron teams, and not or in terms of like for Tom Brady, like I just yeah. don't. I, I, I could be wrong once again about, like, one of these top guys being like, well, it's actually not – they're actually not that good now. Like, I feel really confident they're actually not that good now. 
but they could win a playoff game or two. Uh, you never know, yeah. but I it, don't see it. It's like LeBron. I, I like them over the Giants, Commanders, or Seahawks, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, you can never count Tom Brady out. Like, yeah. you can never count LeBron out. You just can't. Yeah. And I, I don't think right now is the point that we're like, oh, wait, no, yeah, we can. We can count out LeBron. We can yeah. count out Brady. I, me, just mentally, I just can't. But uh, other than that, there's really not much happening in the NFL. Should we mm-hmm. – should we just talk real quick college basketball? Yeah. There's so much that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have one thing one thing I'll say at the end to wrap up. So just don't let me forget. Okay, quick. Um, oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, college basketball – College hoops. Uh, there, there's not there's not a ton going on of no that's just much different than what we've been uh, what we've mentioned. Like UNC looks like they're really not good right now. I think some of the top dogs right now. It's like Virginia looks really good. I don't know if they're truly like number three, but they're playing like it. No one else is. Um, Texas. They they they're a team that finds ways to win. Texas looks really good. Houston's been solid. UConn looks good too. Let me, you know, Purdue. Purdue seems like kind of one of those front loader teams, in my opinion, though. Yeah, and but, the big, the Big Ten. That's a tough conference to. Yeah, play. Illinois and Maryland are going to be good competitors for them. Michigan's got some talent. Yeah, Michigan. Again, I think their Michigan basketball team plays very much like their football mm-hmm. team in that they um, try to to stay in the game. Try yeah. to control the game. Let's see. Three, two, one. You be at the buzzer. Ah. No good. Seven point lead. Yeah. Um. But oh, this is my. I look at. I'm looking at the top twenty five right now. Like you said, Houston, Texas, UVA, Purdue. Uh-huh. Checks out. I think those are the four best teams. UConn's number five. I had no idea UConn was number five. To be honest. Yeah, like, they're really good. Like. I guess they played Alabama. That's a good win. They played Iowa State. Crushed them. That's a good win. This yeah. is the Iowa State team that beat UNC. Um, crushed Oregon. Uh, they've, they've rolled by every team they've played. Yeah. Their closest their closest game was their most previous game against Oklahoma State. Uh, on still Thursday. digits. Yeah, it was a 10-point win. So that's kind of shocking to me, but... We'll yeah. see. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, UConn's in the American Conference, correct? Uh, or is it still no. the Big East? Um, is that a thing? I think they're um, Big East. Um, yeah, they're in they're the Big, Big East. East. They're the best team in the Big East. Well, it's going to be UConn and Creighton. Yeah. Maybe Butler. Yeah. Maybe Not Xavier. Villanova. Villanova. sad to see Villanova struggle but honestly be fine it's just a bad it's year. just injuries uh but i was gonna say uh kansas i'm not like super impressed by kansas to be honest um i'm kind of a grady dick hater because mm-hmm. i don't really necessarily agree with the hype he gets um uh i haven't seen probably his best game against duke uh he had one really good game against nc state but all he did was shoot threes mm-hmm. i think he's one dimensional but that's what you would expect from a freshman, um, but I feel like he gets a lot of hype that he's really good at the one dimension. He is good at the one dimension. Uh, I, w- I would like to see more from him. Yeah. Because at, when the player's that good, freshman, you know, local Kansas kid, mm-hmm. like I would probably hope for more of a mid range game, more to take it to the hole. He's he he's good at cutting. He's gotten some good cutting. He's good. He's not going to be asked to be the number one guy for them. Yeah, uh, no. I just Jalen Wilson is. I just look at my Twitter feed and like everybody just loves loves they to, love them to kiss him off. They love them some great dick. That's what you mean. That's yes. what we mean. Yes. Um, but they got handled pretty good by uh, Kansas. Yeah, got handled yeah. pretty good by Tennessee. Uh, I was going to mention there's three SEC teams. Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas, and they're at seven, eight, nine. They all play exactly the same. <laughs> they, yeah. They and they all just play. It's just all these really athletic, really young, really fast-paced guys. 
they could all win the national championship. Who, who are those teams again? Tennessee, Sydney. Alabama, Arkansas. They're yeah. all very capable of winning the national championship. Yeah. I think Tennessee, but they won't. But they won't I because think Tennessee. There's no order there. Tennessee has got a little more of like the sustainable sort of thing there, where it's like they've got some older guys. I trust Rick Barnes more. Maybe not tournament time, but like I just trust Rick Barnes as a coach. Um, former guy who had accepted the UVA basketball job. For a day, at one point. Fun fact about Rick Barnes. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a good coach. Excuse me, excuse me. Auburn, it's right behind them. So you have yeah, Tennessee, Alabama, Arkansas. No. Then you yeah. have Arizona, then Auburn. But yeah. very similar. Very similar though. Yeah. Like it's just really yeah. athletic young guys yeah. get up in your face, high pressure, and they'll shoot a ton. But I think Bama's going to be like they were last year, where they are like have some talented team. Have a talented team, have some good guards, but they're just going to lose to some horrendous teams and beat some really good ones and be like a five seed. Well, and, and that's exactly how Tennessee, either, Arkansas, and, and either make a run or not. I think Arkansas, though, they're more like like Duke teams of the past, where they just have tons of that, just tons of high end talent that I think two other teams don't maybe necessarily have, and I think they have probably the highest ceiling. I think I think Tennessee has the highest floor out of those three teams. Arkansas has the highest ceiling, and Alabama has the highest variance. Wow, that's my, that's my take. This is man, you take one statistics class, and now you're saying all these words, man. No, I just I just uh, no, I just mean that they have a high ability. That just means that they have a low floor and high ceiling. They're gonna fluctuate. Well, well, yeah, and that's that's yeah. how the SEC is. Um, yeah, yeah. Gonzaga, uh, they've proven to. Well, we we were basically correct in our assessment. Gonzaga's good. They're a top fifteen team. Yeah, they're gonna get better. Well, obviously, because once they hit the WCC, they're not. They probably won't lose. Um, Look, he might. They might. St. Mary's has looked very good, actually, is what I will say. They, they're, they've been sort of weird because they lost to someone bad. Let me find who it was. They played. They're going to play this year. I mean, they, they always are sort of like this, but I think especially this year, they're going to win playing ugly basketball and just grinding it out and winning like 53-48, sort of like they lost a so Gonzaga their three losses Michigan by Michigan State excuse me by one point uh Baylor by one point and they got handled by Texas in yeah. Austin so uh those are three very respectable losses they squeaked one out against Xavier who's this again sir this is uh Gonzaga oh, okay and so yeah I think yeah I think this year March Madness is gonna be so fun because there's not there's not like there's a dis, there's a distinct tier yeah which I think we've already established. But I like that there's not just right one now. or two teams that are obviously better than everybody else. It's like five to six, and it could end up being eight. Just very good teams that have a shot, and you don't know which of those are better. Than those. Or which one will have a good day versus which one will have. A bad yeah, but day. I I think we agree that there's maybe more teams that have a chance to win it and we're not sure which of them has a better chance than what i was gonna say about gonzaga is they might be in a better position being a four or five seed going into this tournament Less maybe pressure, that helps them yeah. um maybe they're able maybe you know you see sometimes teams break through with a not as good team as they have that sometimes happens well kansas last year yeah yeah, yeah. And it's maybe a luck of the draw slash again. There's no pressure. People yeah. are like oh Gonzaga, you know they lost to St. Mary's and they yeah, yeah, lost yeah. one to San Francisco and oh. they lost in the WCC championship to BYU because I'm manifesting that. Um, but you know, BYU, I don't even want to talk BYU basketball. No, we right? don't need to. Wait, we can no, talk about it later. Um, uh, they play week. they play Creighton this week. Next next uh, yeah we can talk about the Creighton game. Also, next episode, I just want to mention this, that we'll talk about this next time, um, but we won't this time. BYU has fired Tuiaki and the entire defensive staff. Yeah! It sounds like, from sources I know, 
that you can maybe expect an announcement of the new defensive coordinator and a large part of the staff will start trickling out. Sounds like Kelly Papinga, um, special teams coordinator at Boise State, former BYU player and former BYU position coach, and then former UVA. He left um, BYU to go to UVA with Bronco and that company um, is going to be on the defensive staff in some role, and I love that. I think that's an A hire. He's great. Good recruiter, good coach, good at relating to, to guys. Um, so there's speculation as to who the assistant, the defensive coordinator, who some of those staff guys would be. But I say we just wait till it comes out because it should come out really soon. Definitely, and then we'll talk about that. Definitely a much needed step. So yeah, we'll yeah. just we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. it when it comes. Yeah, touch on that. Anything and then, else with college basketball? I feel like we covered everything pretty well. I think we pretty much covered okay, everything. A good, good rundown. Yeah, that's pretty much everything. So. Uh, NBA. I just always feel like the, the NBA should start. <laughs> NBA should start on yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. That that would be awesome. There's some baseball free agency going on. Cody Bellinger got signed by the Cubs today. Uh, Verlander to the Mets. Verlander to the Mets. That's huge. Trey Turner to the Phillies. Yes. Thanks for pointing those out. Justin Verlander, the Mets. Um, you know, has there ever been a team? I can't. I don't. I can't think of a team that could lose a World Series with Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. I can't think of one. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wink, wink, think of one either. I can't oh, think wait. of the Detroit Tigers, wink, wink, that could not win a World Series with <laughs> the best hitter in our li- lifetimes, plus Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander, and other, and then multiple other Cy Young winners in that rotation. You know, it's funny you mentioned I have that. no idea how that happened. I, I don't know how a team also can have, like, two of the yeah. five best players in, like, the past decade in the MLB, and yeah. they also have a lineup with, like, Maybe like the best like home run hitters like of our lifetime, and not even be five hundred. So yeah, that would be true. crazy. Yeah, it's almost like there's angels in the outfield. One might say. Anyway, anyway um, should we wrap it up? Here? Wrap it up. Uh, the one thing I want to say is that our next episode, they're here pretty soon. We'll do a Giants bowl game. Oh yes, pick. I think that should be just an episode we, we'll make that an episode we'll do our yeah, i say with the with the byu defensive staff maybe the byu creighton game talking about sort of other current events that'll be a separate episode from All this right, when's the fir- when's the first bowl game we got we got army navy this week right and then yeah bowl games i know byu their bowl game new mexico bowl against smu yeah um don't spoil it they'll, they'll have to listen to the the bowl preview. No, I'm sorry. No, they they play on December 17th. So I don't think the first yeah. the first bowl games are December 16th. So we'll yeah. have until then. We'll do it at some point. But yeah. I want to. Like, we'll we'll have one gym. of those episodes, and then we'll talk about BYU. We didn't touch much BYU, um, but we can talk about that new staff and transfer portal stuff for them. Um, we can just talk about transfer portal stuff in general next time as well. Yeah. And then we'll have a separate board. I think that was one thing I forgot to touch on. There's some big things, college football playoffs, yeah. uh, Heisman, conference championship, whatever, transfer portal. I think it was a huge topic that we can talk about. So yeah, we'll, we'll, about we'll, we'll touch we'll touch on that later. But until then, until next time. Signing off. Signing off. See ya.